It's Moose Scoop. Yet, I'm back again with another podcast. This will be podcast number three. I will be covering just a few brief things that happen in the sports world today and things you might need to know going forward. Jackson State University out of Mississippi just hired Deion Sanders, who's known by many as Primetime. Um, Deion played for the Cowboys and the Falcons, and he also played for the Braves. He uh, played college ball at Florida State. His son, Shador, just committed to Florida Atlantic not too long ago. One of the biggest Florida Atlantic um, signees in a long, long time. His other son, Shiloh, is playing at South Carolina. He's a DB. Going to be a sophomore this season. But uh, definitely definitely something that I don't think many people expected, especially to see uh, Dion go to a historically black college, which I think it's a great thing, a great thing for the swag, a great thing for those kind of schools, for notoriety, for recruiting. I mean, to have somebody like Dion in your back pocket, in your back door, for some of these guys who don't get chances at – you know, superior Division One schools like Power Five schools. Dion could get some guys that are you know on the on the on the fence of going to a Power Five that just didn't get the opportunity. I believe he could get some of those type guys. You know, some of your three stars that uh, feel like they could play a little bit more uh, under Dion and grow more under Dion. Just, just I think it's going to be a great hire. I believe he could haul in some four or five stars. I don't know how many. I wouldn't count on, you know, uh, like 10, you know, maybe like two or three, four, four or five stars. And uh, he'll definitely have some three stars. He'll have them competing in the swag more than likely. They haven't been able to do that, I want to say, in the past few seasons. But I, I like to hire. Um, I think Dion will – It'll, it'll take a few years, but he could be competing with uh, Alcorn and North Carolina Central and North Carolina A&T, teams like that, to uh, win that division. So I definitely like the hire. Highly unexpected, but uh, great hire nonetheless. Uh, I also wanted to mention Devontae Freeman, the former Falcons running back, former Florida State superstar at running back. Just recently signed a one-year deal today, actually. Matter of fact, with the uh, New York Giants, um, as many know, Saquon Barkley is out with a torn ACL. He'll be out for the rest of the year. Uh, definitely something the Giants did not want to see happen. Plays a, I mean, the greatest role on the offense out of anybody. Just, just didn't really get to shine the first two games because the offensive line just they're lackluster. I mean. The offensive line just wasn't blocking for him. Saquon got hurt on one play. Looked like he might have separated his shoulder or done something, done, done something to his uh, shoulder and then came back in the next play and tore his ACL. Um, but Devontae Freeman is definitely a guy we needed. I don't think Deion Lewis could carry all that weight and pressure uh, he, he's up there in age, and I, I, I just feel like Devontae Freeman was the best guy for the job and best guy available. So 
Devontae Freeman will definitely be the starting running back. I believe he'll compete with Wayne Gallman, who's been out and hasn't been on the active roster the past two weeks. But I believe with Saquon being hurt that he'll be promoted. Um, as many of you know, Mac Jones was announced as starting quarterback for Alabama um, yesterday. Expected, but uh, I expect him to play a pivotal role and be up for the Heisman potentially if he has a great season with all the offensive threats that surround him as well as a great offensive line. I think Mac Jones could uh, have a chance to win the Heisman if he plays like he should and is capable of. The schedule, I mean, if he plays great against the schedule, I mean, I don't know how you could turn him down for the Heisman or someone from Alabama in in, in that matter. Um, Got Missouri – to start off the season, A&M at Ole Miss, and then Georgia at home. So two games at home and two games on the road to start off. Definitely going to be the probably the toughest stretch more than likely for Alabama is to begin off to begin the season. I mean, Alabama normally comes out, you know, they come out good in the first game, but they could execute on many more things offensively and defensively in the past few uh, openers that they've been in. That's just my personal opinion. But I think Mac Jones is a guy for the job. I think we'll be fine. Well, Alabama will be fine. Auburn's going to have Bo Nix, you know. Uh, LSU, they named their starter, Miles Brennan. I don't think Miles Brennan will be the guy Joe Burrow was. I know he's been in the system for two or three years and came out of high school, highly touted out of Mississippi. Um, but I don't feel like Miles Brennan can do what Joe Burrow did. In my opinion, I think LSU had the best team I've seen in a long time since maybe Texas or USC or maybe Alabama's 2009 team, 2010. In there, I think this is LSU had one of the best teams. I mean, you had Jamar Chase, he's gone. Uh, Justin Jefferson, he's gone. Clyde Edwards, Elair, he's gone. Thaddeus Moss, he's gone. Uh, Lloyd Cushenberry on the offensive line, he's gone. Obviously, Joe Burrow's gone. And and, and the defense, I feel like the defense will be better. And, and in order to L- for LSU to do good and succeed this season in the SEC and what the schedule currently looks like, I feel like that defense has to be one or two in the country. And Ed Orgeron seems to think that as well. He came out and said this is probably one of the best LSU defenses he's had. You know, you got guys like uh, Jacoby Stevens and uh, – Cordell Flott, I mean, they, they got some guys that'll that'll definitely help. Um, they lost a lot of guys, but they, they should be good on the defensive side of the ball. Offensive side of the ball is my concern. John Emery, Chris Curry, I, I mean, I don't think we really know who's going to be carrying the rock this season. Not to mention you have to replace Jamar Chase, but they have Terrace Marshall and Kayshawn Bout. I think they can uh, fill in that role, as well as Eric Gilbert, who they said today – uh, LSU came out and said today that he could be the best tight end in history of college football. So uh, <laughs> that's definitely something we'll just have to wait and see. Um, they open up with Mississippi State this Saturday. But, yeah, that's something to definitely take into account for. Notre Dame, or Notre Dame, uh, however you pronounce it, um, they canceled their game today against Wake Forest, postponed it. Four players were uh, were uh, tested positive for corona. So Notre Dame will have to make that game up, I reckon. 
Um, but that that's uh, that's a gist of the SEC. Um, some teams that I saw that did very well or have done well and surprising the most, uh, a few of those teams, we'll talk about them real quick. Louisiana Lafayette, I actually took a um, – this is off topic a little bit, guys, but just a little short story. I took an actual visit, an unofficial visit to Louisiana Lafayette. They were playing Texas State, I believe. It was a Saturday uh, in November, and uh, took went down there. Great atmosphere, great people, great hospitality. You know, I got to see the baseball field. The baseball team was having a little little uh, batting practice, so that was pretty unique. Uh, they they have one of the best teams in the uh, in the division they play in the conference, and obviously the football team is on the rise. Uh, having defeated Iowa State on the road, thirty-one to fourteen, in Billy Napier's third year, I mean that's speaking volumes. Th- these guys are playing with purpose. They're they're definitely a team I wouldn't want to mess around with. Um, definitely definitely a team I'd keep my eye on. Uh, this th- the next two or three games are going to be tough. You know they play Georgia Southern, App State, Coastal Carolina, teams like that. Uh, teams you wouldn't want to mess around with. And that conference. Um, but I believe Louisiana Lafayette's got the guys. I believe they kind of had a down week last week uh, having to play Georgia State. I don't think many teams thought Georgia State would be that that solid. And Georgia State, rightfully so, they look really good. Their quarterback, Cornelius Brown, um, looked really good as a freshman, true freshman. But uh, having getting to play Georgia Southern back at home, Georgia Southern squeaked by Campbell, you know. I, I think that that'll be a good game to kind of get back in the flow. I feel like their defense will match up very well against Georgia Southern. Uh, I just like the way Louisiana Lafayette's playing. Um, another team is Oklahoma State. I mean, this is not a team that's doing well. This is one of the teams I'll talk about that that surprised me in a negative way. Um. Uh, their their offense just didn't come to play. I don't know if it was because their quarterback was not in the game or they don't have the guys up front that they had last year. But they got a 2,000-yard rusher and one of the best receivers in college football, in my opinion. Shuba Hubbard and Tylen Wallace are one of, the argu- one of arguably the best duos in college football, especially in the Big 12. But having beat Tulsa... The way they did by like a touchdown, not good for Oklahoma State. Many people had them in their playoff predictions. I mean, I don't know where you want to go with the Cowboys. Jeff Gundy, I mean, um, Gundy, I just didn't see the chemistry. I mean, beating Tulsa like that, they should have beat Tulsa worse. Because not to mention their game the week the previous week, which was against Tulsa, was canceled. So they had plenty enough time to prepare for Tulsa, and they they just surprised me. Moving on, uh, NC State beating Wake Forest. That was a good win for uh, NC State. Wake Forest was uh, coming back and. 
trying to trying to pick up a win, you know, go one and one, be five hundred after that uh, horrifying, I mean, you know, beat down to Clemson. You know, they're com- they're coming back. You know, coming for a vengeance. North Carolina State kind of weathered the storm. I mean, they just did enough to get the job done. Uh, Wake Forest got a great quarterback in Sam Hart- Hartman. Uh, NC State's got two great running backs. Oh, they always have great running backs, and I believe Dave Doran is on on the footsteps of uh, of being on the hot seat if he doesn't do well this season. Uh, lost to North Carolina the past three or four years. You, you got to beat your rivals, and uh, you know Wake Forest and them and playing in the same state. That's that's a big win for North Carolina State. I like uh, the way North Carolina State's trending. Another team to watch is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has beat Syracuse, beat Austin P, beat them bad. Probably should have beat Syracuse a little worse, but uh, I think Pitt's uh, gonna do gonna do well in the SEC. Uh, pardon me, pardon me, the ACC guys. Um, Notre Dame, Notre Dame looked good. They looked good against South Florida. Uh, didn't look so well against Duke the first week, but. But they're a team that could contend definitely in the ACC. I believe it's Miami, Clemson, and Notre Dame. Now, speaking of Miami, Miami Miami is a different breed this season. I don't know what got into Miami. Maybe it's De'Ara King. I mean, I don't really know what's going on with Miami. But uh, Miami is uh, a team to watch. Uh, definitely a team that could win the ACC. I really believe that. I believe right now – if Miami and Clemson played, I believe Miami would win. But uh, Derrick King stays hot. They're going to be a hard team to beat. Defense is always there. They got the run game. You got guys like Brevin Jordan out there, one of the top tight end targets, probably the top tight end target in uh, college football. But, yeah, uh, really like Miami in the path that they're uh, trending in. A few other teams, um, I don't really know if I have too much to talk about. I like the way BYU was playing. Really wish they would have been able to play Army last week, but that game was canceled because of Corona scares and the cases and whatnot. But uh, definitely like BYU. That's pretty much it for uh, college football. Now, we'll move to NFL and talk a little bit about the NFL. I'm going to be honest with you guys. The Falcons are a train wreck in the making. If they don't get it together, it is not going to be good for them. But, uh, yeah, the Falcons, the Falcons are definitely a team to watch on defense. And uh, definitely a team to watch in that division. Uh, definitely going to have to make some adjustments. Julio just didn't play the game that he uh, that many people saw him playing. I believe he only had like four receptions maybe. Didn't really do much. Dropped a wide open pass in the end zone. Matched up with a rookie too. I mean, if you're Julio Jones and you're the best receiver in, in the NFL. I mean, he really is. He arguably is. You got to have your guy making plays for you. 
I know the offense thrived the other day with Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's really taking a large role in that offense, and that's something that's going to have to continue if Atlanta wants to dwell in that uh, NFC South. But, uh, yeah, the Falcons really have to turn it on fast. Now. They have, they have to do it now, and I just don't see it happening. The Saints, they lost last night to the Raiders. I believe the Raiders are a great team. Don't get me wrong. The offense is loaded. Derek Carr Carr threw to 11 different guys last night. I mean, when you can do that and have Derek Carr playing efficient, they can beat anybody in the league. The only concern is if the offensive line stays healthy and the defense, especially the secondary. Got a lot of young guys. Uh, Damon Arnett, LaMarcus Joyner, Jonathan Abram, who tends to get hurt a lot. But, I mean, Derek Carr, like I mentioned, if you can throw to 11 guys and you can run the ball like Josh Jacobs ran the ball, you're going to win the ball game. You got Darren Waller. You got Zay Jones. You got Hunter Renfro. You got Henry Ruggs. You got Nelson Aguilar. They they got the guys. They just got to put it together. I believe the Raiders are heading in the right direction. As for the Saints, I don't know what to really think. I didn't really think it was a great game week two. They played well week one. But is Drew Brees going down? Could this be the end for Drew Brees? Could it be Jameis Winston's time to take over? Could it be Taysom Hill? I believe it'll still be Breeze. I just believe he just didn't have a good night. I mean, he's got the guys around him. Then again, it's it's one of his first games without Michael Thomas. You know, that's his guy. That's that's Breeze's guy. I mean, he has to find a way to get Traquan Smith more involved, which he did last night. He did well with Traquan Smith. The chemistry looked good. It looked it looked there. It looked the part. But definitely going to have to get him the ball more, in my opinion. I believe Traquan Smith is a, def- a definite offensive threat. But uh, Jared Cook, going to have to get him more involved. Going to uh, gonna have to get Harris more involved. Deontay Harris. I mean, just as simple things. I believe the Saints can turn it around. Saints are still the favorite to win the NFC South, in my opinion. I don't believe it's uh, I don't believe it's a train wreck or anything going on there. I believe they'll be fine. I just believe the Raiders were really that good and just dominated. They just dominated. But Sunday night's game, we'll move on over to Sunday night. The Seahawks and the Patriots. That was a good game. I mean. The Seahawks were without their starting safety, Quandre Diggs. You know, they had to bring some young guys in to fill in that secondary. I mean, Jamal Adams was the best pickup I've seen in a long, long time. Great pickup. Bobby Wagner, Bruce Irvin got hurt. Bruce Irvin's going to help. You know, you got Shaquille Griffin. You got Jamal Adams. You got Quandre Diggs. You got Jaron Reed up front. They got a defense. I believe the Seahawks right now are the best team in the NFL. As long as that defense plays 
like they're capable of, I don't believe anybody can beat the Seahawks. I really don't. Russell Wilson, 52 of 63 in two games. 83% completion percentage. Nine touchdowns and one pick. Nobody else is doing that in the league. Nobody else, except maybe Josh Allen. Nobody's doing that. They got the guy at quarterback. They got Chris Carson, who can run the crap out of the ball. You got Carlos Hyde. You got Tyler Lockett. You got DK Metcalf. You got David Moore. I mean, Greg Olson. When Greg Olson is one of your last threats to throw the ball to, you're pretty good on offense. The offensive line's pretty good. Um, but it does you don't need really much to take care of Russell Wilson. He's gonna do his thing. Now, let's <laughs> let's just be real. Pete Carroll, put your mask on. <laughs> Anyways, Pete Carroll was fined about a hundred thousand dollars for not wearing his mask during the game. Gotta be smarter. Gotta be smarter, Pete. Come on now. Gotta be smarter than that. Um But yeah. Uh notes to watch. The Saints have to rebound against the Packers this weekend. Sunday night. Definitely a game to watch for both sides. Will Drew Brees be the same as he was against the Raiders? Or will he really turn it back on? Will he get Jared Cook involved? Will Michael Thomas be back? I don't really know. I believe he'll probably be a game-time decision. He really hurt that ankle pretty bad. Uh, Traquan Smith, Jared Cook. I mean, you know, maybe we could see Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray get more carries. We'll we'll just see what happens because the defense is all right. But uh, definitely a game to watch. Plus, the Packers have Devontae Adams. He he got banged up. What are we going to do with Devontae Adams? Was it just a precaution to take him out of the game and keep him ready for the Sunday night showdown against the Saints? Or, Or is he really indeed hurt? Because the game was out of hand when Devontae Adams really got hurt. I don't blame the Packers for what they did, but is is it truly a concern for the Packers? We don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Aaron Jones is the guy. If you have a fantasy team, you better pick up Aaron Jones. Trade for him. Do whatever you got to do to get Aaron Jones. That guy is racking up the yards. Receiving and rushing. Led the team in receiving and rushing. Had 60-something yards receiving. Had 100 yards rushing. You can't beat that. Ever If Aaron Rodgers has to give him the ball to win, give him the rock. That's all I got to say, especially this week. I believe Aaron Jones is going to get a lot of touches. A.J. Dillon could be a guy that gets a few touches. Jamal Williams, they got the guys in the backfield. I mean, the Packers, they got the guys offensively. Plus Marquez, uh, Valdez-Scatling, and Alan Lazard. Uh, Robert Foster, one of their new signees, uh, I know I'm an Alabama fan, a little biased, but Robert Foster could help that team. He's fast, gives a different dynamic. He He's a faster guy. Could definitely help Aaron Rodgers, but we'll see how that goes. Um, the defense is playing pretty well. They need a little improvement on the defense. Christian Kirksey's been balling out, but definitely going to have to give up less points. Gave up 21 and 34, respectively, in two games. That can't happen. You can't give up that type of uh, scoring to the uh, Saints. Plus, the Saints have a better defense to defend Aaron Rodgers. 
So uh, those are some keynotes to watch. And uh, that's about it. Don't forget, follow me on Facebook at Brody Smoot, as well as Twitter at Brody Smoot. Uh, still working on a website. Still working on some more uh, social media outlets that will be involved with Smoot Scoop. But for now, make sure you do that. I appreciate you guys tuning in for my third podcast. Uh, hopefully, look to uh, dive into Alabama's defensive depth chart for tomorrow. But we'll just see how things go. Um, like I said, uh, make sure you follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter to get some of my news. I post updates, post uh, you know trends, post polls, whatnot, you name it. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you later. Smoke scoops out.